0: Welcome to Divorce Diaries Show podcast. My name is Michelle Traina, and I'm the creator of Divorce Diaries. Um, I am feeling all sorts of ways because it's Valentine's Day coming up. I still have this neck pain. I'm not, I'm feeling very under the weather today and um, I just want to be held and I don't have a significant other to be held with. (laughs) So I am emotional, and I'm on my period. What the fuck? Why is this chick talking about her period at the first thing in the podcast, huh? Don't stop listening. I won't talk about it anymore. I'm just saying, are any of those women listening, it is one of those fucking moments, man. Um, i got cramps coming from all parts of my body, and I don't have those thick, big, muscular hands to take care of it. I'm joking. Um, yeah, I... I don't know why my alarm's going off. I um, am doing a show on Valentine's Day in Philadelphia for the Jewish Singles Radio. So if you're in the Philly area, you should go get a ticket. Links are links are in my bio and the website, dot michelletrainer.com. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, I've been wallowing in um, this like, love loss or love that could never exist idea for a while since post-divorced of like every guy I connect with it doesn't work out or we don't even get to the dating phase in the last couple of years like that's what's been actually really hurting my feelings I'm like the last couple of guys it's like we're talking we're talking and then it's like I can't be with you <laughs> it's like it's everybody's like it's not you it's them or they'll say that and I'm like but I feel like it's me and I also feel like it it's wearing on me like my self-esteem and it is what it is. However, I I talked about this on Saturday or Friday night I did a little mini episode how my neck was hurting and I wanted to hear from somebody and and how I was wallowing in that again cuz you know I do wish uh, things would have progressed with somebody I met um but they didn't and um a while ago and uh you know it is what it is i have to accept that and not care although it don't i everyone like tells me just to turn it off or they say try to move on i don't turn it off i turn it off a little bit and then i turn it back on and it comes on and i have i have had people tell me like well you can't assume the other person's not thinking about you and i'm like but i feel like they aren't like they just don't give a fuck out of sight out of mind and that has been like in my brain since for a long time. I, I don't know why. I don't know what issues I have to figure out to stop thinking that way, but I did interact with, um, I, so I okay, let me just start by saying I was booked on set on Monday for true crime. And he's this, the camera guy was so cute. Um, like so cute and hot like cute hot you know what i mean like he's not like i like the ugly sexy guys like the big thick puerto rican guys who like have served prison time or they serve right now as police officers firefighters whatever but i this guy was not my typical i mean no he was definitely like he's cute but i was like well hello and like we exchanged instagram stuff um and he he saved my special on his phone So I was like, okay, I didn't say anything. He definitely is younger than me. I could tell. Um, I could just feel it. I feel he's younger than me. Um, And there's nothing wrong with that. I have not had a younger guy in a while. Um, Not that I'm going to have him, but I don't know. It was nice to feel attracted towards somebody um, and not wallow in, you know, the guys that don't want to be with me that I had feelings for, you know? So, and I felt a little flirty back, you know, although again, I make up things in my head sometimes. So who knows? Mm. no 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 he he went up he opened his phone he's like because i told everybody how i have a special on amazon prime video and he goes oh i just i just saved to watch it and showed me i was like well how are you doing anyway um and i didn't put lotion on my hands that day and i had to do close-ups of my hands and he had to do close-ups of my hands i'm like oh my god please don't touch my hands i have lotion normally and I asked the producer, the field producer of the show who I know from another thing she booked me on. She booked me on the same show before and that's how we became friends. And she's like, um, I said, hey, he's cute. Is he?" S-? And I just wrote, he's cute, side note. And she goes, he's single, exclamation point. <laughs> Not that that means anything, but um, it's cute because he shared my story that day. And now we'll see what happens little distraction there he's definitely very cute and i i was like happy to have a flirty moment and not be in my head of like i suck and like this is why the people that i have feelings for don't want to be with me you know um I, i mean i'm still in my feelings about all those like you know past romances that didn't go right um i am trying not to get disfocused by it but when I'm at home at night or you know even when I'm doing a show not when I'm doing a show so much because I have to focus on my my craft and, and creating from all this stuff in you know on stage which I think serves a great purpose but your brain goes to another place of like you know where why am I the one who can't get over it why is it always like me taking forever to get over somebody and like it doesn't take somebody well i shouldn't say that because i have had men in my past who have lingered um and my ex-husband it was devastating when i wanted the divorce and all that stuff so i get it um i don't know i just feel like the person that i really thought like in the last year i haven't really dated anybody I, i went on a few dates here and there and i mean the last two years really really since the pandemic i mean i was dating that greek guy but uh, i don't know that wasn't there was no chemistry there physically um i thought there would be because he's like a big guy but when we were making out there was no movement and i i've talked about this before in my podcast with the greek i swear to you i would have he's so huge i thought he would have like i would have we were making out intensely i would have thought I mean, he was rubbing me. I would have thought I would have felt something move. Nothing. We were close and I did not feel anything. So I don't, I haven't talked to him in a long time. So who knows what's going on with him? Maybe it was me. Maybe it was my body that didn't make him aroused. <laughs> um, I don't know. My body makes me aroused. All right. That is getting a little R-rated there. Speaking of that, though, that's what I'm missing. And that's what I thought the the last person I was talking to... I really did think that there would be a nice, you know, I've said that before connection, but, um, that is definitely not there. And, um, it it leaves me just kind of like, like, I kind of picture myself when I think someone is interested in me playing with them on the playground, like we're sharing markers and we're getting along and then they run off because somebody else called them over to play dodgeball and I'm just sitting alone waiting for them to come back. That's how I feel right now. Um, and fuck them if they want to play dodgeball i'll find a new person to play markers with or i'll just color by myself um i don't know i'm, I'm still really lost about like what being ready to date looks like and feels like how much energy i would want to dedicate to it like put it going on these apps and it's exhausting that's why like i think what bothers me too is like i'm sure like i have to get used to men talking to multiple other women at a time and I'm still not used to that. I mean I I don't know. I can't do it. I can talk to multiple people as friends, but not like I, if I like somebody, I like you. I'm I'm dedicating time and energy to just getting to know you. And I wish that was across the bar. But it's not you know this is the the world that we live in so cupid or comedy i'd love to be in some sort of exciting um romance with somebody i've said that since day one i've gotten divorced since before i got married i always want a romance but i don't want it to detract det- det- detract disfocus me from my work i want it to contribute to my work you know um you know men will have a problem with me talking about it on air yeah i'm sure Uh, it's happened. And also I'm trying to find a happy medium, but there's no one now in my life to really even figure it out with. So it doesn't really matter. Um, But obviously when you're not feeling good either, you tend to want more physical attention. Like, you know, everyone's like, you need to rest. I don't have anybody to say, here, let me pass the parenting baton to you so you can take over. I don't have that. And that's okay. You know, um, it's just harder, a little harder. Um, and then you have, in, you know, the other side of it where it's like, I have a mom who helps me, but you know, she's getting older and I don't, if I don't feel well, I don't want her to catch whatever I'm catching or, you know, that kind of stuff. And and I don't want her, God forbid, to fall and, then I, and she's hurt. You know, all those things race through my head. So like, not having enough help sometimes contributes to why i want more affection from like a guy that i like i want to be held i want to be snuggled i want to be um i don't know why my alarm keeps going off i want to be touched i want to be checked in on but i don't want it to be done by someone who's inconsistent that's the worst feeling you know i poke fun at text messages by the way if you're listening out there and you text message people acronyms fuck you seriously I I mean, I mean, not fuck you, because I do do it sometimes as well. But when you're talking to a woman or a man, if let's say, no, you know what? Stop with the acronyms. Just write out the word. Thank you. That is getting annoying. TX. Come on. A lot of people do it. My daughter, I think, does it too. Oh, my favorite W.Y.D. What are you doing? Oh, come on. What about how's your day going? I'm working on a new bit about this in my set but like it's annoying because like then you feel like you're not good enough i know i'm taking this to another extreme but if somebody's texting me and they're like acronyms are the worst is like a cut off it's like it's like gn that's it okay i can't talk to you anymore okay bye you know that's another frustrating thing i remember when i was dating the cop he would text me eight just hi And I would get so excited over it. Just a hi. He would text me and I would be excited. How breadcrummy is that? You know? Um, I don't know. I'm dealing with a lot of self worth issues still. So I guess I haven't progressed. But Cupid versus comedy, I'll take the comedy. I am not trusting a grown man in a diaper. I know some of the Cupids are babies, but like, what the fuck? Why are we having a baby throw arrows at us? They don't fucking know what they're doing. They're like, oh, look, they're colorful. Let me pin him in the butt. You know, I don't know. I don't know what I just did there. I think I'm getting a little loopy here from taking uh, my coffee and my Advil or whatever the the pill she gave me for my neck for the um, anti-inflammatory, which is not working, by the way. So... What do you do to not obsess over love lost or the relationship that could have been, but it can't because there's a barrier in it? And how do you deal with moving past it and not saying, I'm sure they're talking to somebody else. I'm sure they're dating somebody else. I'm sure they're talking to five other people and like they're, they're already moved on from me. Remember when they first liked me. Like, how do you get out of that? I can't get out of that headspace. And I mean, not just now, like in the past, I couldn't get out of it either. It took me a long time and I have had therapy. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just like to torture myself, but how do you guys get past it? I'm curious. I'd love to hear from you. Um, we have some upcoming guests to the divorce Our show podcast, um, that reached out to me about my podcast. We growing to Ten people now. <laughs> Dawn Deas, Keena Crowley are two fabulous women in the divorce community. Uh, Keena's divorce coach, also a former, um, she's a veteran. She used to be in the army. Great woman. Oh my gosh, her story is phenomenal. She's been through a lot, and she's such a positive attitude. And then Dawn Deas is an author. Wrote a, a book called "The Shit You You Need to Know About Divorce," and she's like a brand of books like that. She's pretty cool, um, and she's amazingly cool. We had a nice conversation about women um, being, after their divorce, wanting to change teams. If they're straight, they want to be, all of a sudden, they're like, I'm over men. But she, um, as a gay woman, was like, no, that's not how it works. So there's a great, great conversation coming with Dawn and then also with Kina. We talk about dating, divorce, and um. You know relationships oh we talk about snapchat too a little bit i'm telling you there is something about these apps i don't know social media apps and the dating apps it's just it's 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 a whole it, it, literally social media is great but it's also the cause of many mental health issues from the last 10 years <laughs> all right so how i want to end this is i do have a lot of love in my life and a lot of gratitude and as I, as i come on here And I vent about things and I try to make it funny and I try to make it relatable to you guys. Um, I do want to say that if you're listening, I thank you for listening because um, I wouldn't be going if people didn't connect to the story. Um, And if you have love in your life and it's with a great man or a great woman, then like high five you share the love. I hope I get that someday with somebody that just never questions if they should be with me. Because I think that's why I have such an aggravation with Valentine's Day, is that every guy I've fallen for in the last seven years, and probably even before my ex-husband, questions whether they should be with me or not. And it hurts. It really hurts. It's tolling. Um. So I hope someday... I realize the story and the lesson and I accept the lesson that's supposed to be learned. I mean, I think I'm learning it. I just waking up and feeling like it is me constantly is hard. But then I'll go on stage and roast those guys. And then I'm like, "What, Michelle. That feels good, um, and i and I try to balance that too, like it feels good to like poke fun at myself and dating these guys or having feelings for these guys, but I know that when I do get into a relationship or start talking to somebody else again, are they gonna not like it, and are they gonna tell me I have to change or they can't be with me, or are they gonna just embrace it? I would hope they'd embrace it. I don't know. We'll see all right, and stay tuned. Maybe this camera guy and I will keep poking at the lens. Oh, Jesus. Um, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to actually watch a special. Hopefully he does. Or not. I mean, I don't know. Whatever he does, he does. Like, I would like to like, oh gosh, guys, he saw my story. Okay. I just looked at it. Oh my gosh. I'm scared. Okay. We'll see what happens. I like when you'd see that they looked at your story. Okay. All right. Stay tuned for more Divorce Diaries. I'm Michelle Trena. Check out divorcediarieshow.com for when I'm coming to your city. I'm going to be in Cuyahoga Falls for Mother's Day weekend, Punta Gorda in April. I'm going backwards. Valentine's Day, Philadelphia, and more to come. Love you guys.